And we are live here on FOW Radio. I am Patrick, your host. Uh, with me, Danny Danger, Eric, and Mika. Will they be here one day, someday? We'll find out. Danny, how the heck are you? Doing good, doing good. It's Friday night, a special Friday night edition of the FOW show. Um, you know, so that means that the danger's drinking. So danger may have a few good, uh, a few good takes and a few good guts for us this oh. evening. There we go. You know, a a, a drunk danger. Uh, it just doesn't get any better. I, I still <laughs> think I can't. You can't. You can't go around with that, right? Um, there you go. I mean, I the heck? So. Yeah, let's just put some alcohol in. Yeah. There you go. So, well, so, uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Can't complain. Uh, you know, li- life is good so far. Um, n- nothing uh, really as out of the ordinary uh, for good, me here. You know, it, it, it doesn't really get really. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it doesn't get really much exciting these days. So with COVID well, yeah, still. we're in COVID. That's yeah. that's the problem too. Is you know I'm kind of the same way as I'm stuck in the house most of the time. So if uh, yeah, it doesn't don't get a whole lot much excitement during the week. Yeah, uh, but you know, still lots lots of good things uh, to talk about. Uh, and well, uh, we must well take advantage of the fact that uh, Eric is not here yet, uh, so we can talk some uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and not bore the heck out of him. Uh, there so, you go. Uh, let, let's go on and, and talk first of all uh, about the best of the Super Juniors. Of course, we know that this will be uh, going uh, uh, along with the. Ta- you know the World Tag League uh, during the months of November, December, and well, we we only you know it's a shortened uh, tournament, which means a shortened roster. Yes. Uh, so instead of having the, the two brackets and the winners facing each other, it's just one block. Keep it simple, uh, and it's going to be what ten uh, wrestlers it's- here. Yeah, it's 10 wrestlers, and then, of course, the two people who get the highest point total will compete in a finals to see right. who wins. Uh, so in the order that uh, Wikipedia has it in, uh, the participants okay. are uh, Roby Eagles, uh, Sho, Teiji Ishimori, Hiromu Takahashi, Raisuke Taguchi, Bushi, El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Duki, and Master Watson. An, an interesting mix. I mean, some people you expect, you know, you expect Bushi and Hiromu, and you expect um, El Desperado and Kanemaru. You know, Master Watto now getting his first bid into the Best of Super Juniors. Robbie Eagles making his return since COVID. Uh, Taguchi as well making his return since COVID. So, you know, not really a lot of international names but we do have a couple you know i mean of course robbie eagles being from australia um but mostly it's the japanese crew you know show there of course yo still out with injury now i heard word that earlier this week on one of what i guess is the un you know the house shows um yoshinobu kanamaru 
has a knee injury that kept him out of at least one show a couple days ago. So he may or may not be, um, you know, depending if that if that gets better or worse, he may or may not be cleared to wrestle for the best of super juniors, which if it's at the start, they may throw somebody in his place. But if it's midway through and he gets hurt, you know, they may do where they just where they just give the other people the points for, for he just forfeits all of his matches. Yeah. Uh, it could very well be that. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what, what happens uh, with that. But, uh, yeah, he, I think they took him out of uh, one, uh, yeah. one or two house shows. So, yeah, for now, uh, and not, it's, it's not going to be uh, in – um, in, in the house shows, while well, he gets better, but uh, yeah, for now he's still in it. So uh, I think I, I like it. Uh, there's with a much smaller bracket, uh, yeah. you get uh, less names that you know. Uh, of course, people that you know that they have been stapled: uh, Dragon Lee uh, and yeah. uh, Rocky Romero and. Um, what do you call Marcus Cole? Some of the guys who were here in the last couple of years generally yeah. travel, uh, so of course, yeah. so you don't get that. Uh, of course, Will Osprey has moved on to to the heavyweight division, uh, so so you you don't have him. Uh, of course, this leaves out uh, people like Tiger Mask, right? Who necessarily are in the latter parts of the of the career. Well, yeah, you know, he's, who, he would he wouldn't make the cut the in a top. Yeah, he wouldn't make the cut in the top ten, but in the top twenty, he might make the cut. Right. Uh, so definitely, uh, no, no chance for uh, you know for last year's winner Will Osprey uh, to yeah. repeat since he's now a heavyweight. So uh, a really fun lineup here. Uh, a lot of fun names. Uh, that I believe, you know, it could be anybody's game. Uh, as, as I mean, it's, it's, um, it's pretty open, actually. I think I yeah. think there's not really any. I mean, of course, you got to think that Taiji Ishimori may be a favorite because he's the champion, right? You know, Hiromu, of course, being a former champion, you would think that maybe he's a front runner as well. But I mean, apart from that, everybody pr- seems to be kind of on equal playing field. So it really yeah. could be, you know, it, it could be potentially anybody's game. Absolutely. Uh, those first two names you, you said right there with uh, Ishimori and Takahashi are definitely the two, two biggest names. Now, uh, you look at somebody like Sho, who this year, ha- you know, you know, because uh, of the injury to Yo, having to uh, have a singles run, uh, you know, has really come out, shown out, and proved that, you know, he belongs in that conversation. Uh, of course, Robbie Eagles has done a lot of shot of blood. Uh, and and Dookie, uh, he's uh, there, one uh, really to see. But, yeah. Uh, and, you know, you didn't ever count Taguchi. As much as I hate uh, the gimmick, you know, uh, former champion. Uh, and he's you won have this tournament who, before. Yeah, absolutely. recently. He, former, won, it, he yeah. won it recently in the last couple of years. Right, so absolutely. I don't, I don't For, like the gimmick champion. either. I don't like the dancing mm-hmm. and the butt bump and all that. But he's somebody who always manages to keep himself towards the top of the conversation 
when yeah. it comes to contenders for the belt. Absolutely. And that to me is, you know, hey, we're in COVID year. Anything can happen. That's uh, it's been a so, wacky year, yeah. Yeah. So you, you never know uh how, how everything's gonna go. Uh yeah. Uh it, it's fun. So yeah, I, th- I think we're in the right mindset when it comes to picking our uh, our favorites. I'll be for sure. I, I don't I haven't seen that they've announced uh that tag teams yet for the they haven't announced the tag doubles, league yet. So. They have I haven't heard anything about that. So they may wait until now and you know we're recording this Friday night and tomorrow morning in the early hours is um power struggle the next big mm-hmm. show before these tournaments start so i'm assuming that during power struggle they'll announce the tag teams for the world tag league i would assume it would be the same way it'd be 10 teams instead of 20 or more teams um but i assume that we'll get the announcement during power struggle absolutely uh and, and let's talk about that uh because you know it, it is a, it's gonna be a fun show tomorrow uh, i was thinking you may stay up and, and watch but uh i don't think i'm gonna do that anymore uh yeah. but uh it's, it's full uh full of title matches uh toriyanu defending the uh king of pro wrestling 2020 trophy against Zack Saber jr in a no corner pads match of course Soriano, uh, staple here of uh, removing the corner pads. So no corner pads for Toriyanu to use. Um, may or may not, you know, kind of worse to his advantage, but also to his disadvantage because he does very much like to use those pads. But with no pad corners, Saxon Jr. potential to be exposed to a lot more pain. Uh, I got to say, I don't know why I'm doing this, but... I, I I I think that Toriano is going to continue to keep this match, this title, this trophy. Uh, it's in my opinion, it's going to end up being the the New Japan version of the twenty four seven title. Okay, um, I mean I I can see that the you know Toriano now apart from the comedy character that kind of he's become in the last several years. Prior to that, he was very much a prime amateur wrestler. He was a hardcore kind of fighter brawler. He used to team with Tor- with uh, Togi Makabe as Great Bash Heel. So he, we know he can wrestle. We know he can fight. It's just these days he kind of prefers not to. He prefers to kind of use the cheeky shenanigans and get his victories that way. Um, so... Given that some of his cheeky shenanigans may be met, you know, Zach did make Toriana submit in the G1, the G1 climax this year, just a few weeks ago. So uh, I have to give the advantage to Zach. I know you want to give the advantage to Toriana because of his shenanigans, but I think Zach will have will have the answer for a lot of the shenanigans, and I think that Zach could end 2020 being the king of pro wrestling. We'll see. I mean, that would definitely be something fun, uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, we will, I guess, we'll have to wait uh, and see what comes of it. But yeah, that, that's that's where we are right now. Um, so, uh, 
What's next? Okay, next match uh, for the power struggle. Uh, we got Minoru Suzuki defending uh, the Never Openweight Championship against uh, Shingo Takagi. And it was such a good match the first time around. So fun. Um, I, I, you know, so we know it's going to be a good match. We know it's going to be hard hitting. We know, you know, it's not going to be some kind of technical mat based submission match. It's going to, they're literally going to go in there and hit each other in the face um, and just try to strike each other down. And last time they did that, Minoru Suzuki proved to be stronger. If it stays that kind of match that it did the first time around, I think Suzuki wins. I think Suzuki retains the championship. But if they can change it up a little bit to more a bit more of a wrestling match, I think Shingo's got it. Um, but it's one of those matches that honestly could go either way. Just depends on on how the match goes, really, because I think they're, they're very evenly matched. Um, although, you know, the biggest advantage is experience on the side of Minoru Suzuki. Um, but I think, it, I mean, it, it could go either way. It just depends on, on how, how they decide to take that match that day. Yeah, definitely. Uh, absolutely. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I got to go with, uh, Minoru, though. um, uh, to retain the championship. Uh, I like to see him get a nice little good run here. Uh, but yeah, fun, fun match. Their, their uh, G1 match was uh, yeah, probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite match of the whole entire tournament. Uh, so yeah, uh, give him 20, 30 minutes. Give him a whole hour. <laughs> yeah. you know, and a long be, while. Let them just beat the yeah. tar out of each other. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, in a singles match, it's sort of a grudge match. Uh, Okada versus the Great Okan. Uh, you know, it's the Great Okan uh, played a part in uh, part of Okada's downfall in the G1 climax and uh, helping Osprey betray uh, his, you know, former Chaos uh, member. Uh, and of course, now Okada, before he can get his hands uh, once again on Will Osprey, will uh, try to do this against the Great Okan. I guess. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, uh, but Vegas odds are what they are. And, you know, uh, when you see Okada's name there, uh, you don't bet against him. So I'm going with Okada here. Yeah, I think we have to go with Okada. But I think it will be a fun match. So far, I've been really impressed with the great Okan. Um, I like the kind of character. You know, he's got the, like, a Mongolian zombie kind of character. Is part of the the dress he uses and... Um, the the movements and stuff, especially when he's when he's coming down to the ring. So I'm I'm really impressed by him so far. But I do think that Okada gets the win, and then we probably get Okada versus um, Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom. Would be my guess. Yeah, that definitely be be the match to go there. Um, you know. Uh, is this? I mean, when was the last time Okada wrestled at Wrestle Kingdom without the championship? I mean, it could, probably could have been two years ago, but I just I can't remember. It feels it feels like it's been a long time. Yeah, it feels like a long time that he's been out, like completely out of the title picture. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But 
here we are in 2020, 2021. It's a uh, wild year. Yeah, Okada's kind of the guy. He's like, okay, he he no longer needs a title to to you know, kind of like Tadahashi. They're like the to be the top the dude. Yeah, yeah. They're like yeah. you know, they're the top guys regardless, no matter what, uh, in, in what positions they are and what they are doing. Uh, but yeah, uh, which speaking of the the, the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi will be challenging Kenta for the IWGP United States Championship certificate. Um, so yeah, to, to give him that briefcase, which is uh, completely trashed right now. It's uh, it's yeah. busted up primarily yeah. off of Tanahashi's head, mind mm. you. Um, but it's uh. It's pretty busted up, yeah. It's um, I think that's gonna be a fun match. Their match in the G one was fun, but I think in order to main, in order to keep that championship, I think Kenta's gonna be willing to pull out some dirty tricks, even dirtier than yeah. he did in the G one. So I think that I actually think that Kenta wins and retains the the right certificate um, to challenge for the U S championship. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you in that right now. I mean. As long as Moxley's champion, I still salivate over Moxley versus Kenta. That's uh, that's the that's the match I want to see, uh, real bad. So hopefully we don't miss that. I out. would ass- I would assume that match will happen at Wrestle Kingdom, but yet again with with COVID and travel restrictions and and you know Moxley as the AEW champion has obligations to them. So I think it it, it could be a while still before we see him. Um, in person, you know, I mean, we don't really know. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think I'll, we'll we'll find out much much better after this weekend. Um, yeah, and, you know, but uh, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, you know, another thing is, you know, we we've talked about Kenta being in lackluster matches, or maybe matches where okay, maybe he just you know didn't perform as well. He, as we yeah. Would think. Exactly, he didn't meet the expectations. Maybe fair, maybe not fair. I don't know, but uh, I think this match, yeah, this is one to see because there's well, no just fooling or taking it easy with Tanahashi. Yeah, if you can't just do that with Tanahashi, the ace won't let you. But I think part of that is the gimmick change for Kenta. He's now a heel, and he's now. I think the fans want to see him as the old Kenta, go in there and just charge in and trade strikes and do all the things that we know he can do. So I think part of his heel persona is like denying fans the five-star match that he could have. Part of it, I think, is he's a little bit older. Part of it, I think he suffered some some injuries, you know, while his time in the United States um, with NXT and, you know, him suffering, having to have surgery on his shoulder and then have to have surgery, you know, felt like he just kept getting injured and injured and injured. So I think part of it is that, but I also think part of it is he's he's trying to withhold that Kenta from the fans because it's what they want to see, and he doesn't want to give the fans what they want. So I think he's giving, you know, like he's kind of trying to take shortcuts and give lackluster performances to win and just win and at any you know at at regardless of what it it takes um, versus going in there and charging headstrong and trading strikes and kicks and and possibly getting himself knocked out. Um, I think he's just taking the easy road. And I think that's part of this, like, the heel persona of Kenta. Right. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, that but that definitely be a, be a fun match. Can't wait to see that. Uh, of course, uh, with uh, with Tokido with the Wrestle Kingdom implications, uh, Cody Bushi uh, will defend his uh, double championship certificate because yeah, uh, we're still doing that uh, against Jay White. Uh, so the two title shots uh, are up for grabs. Uh, Sibushi and White uh, battle one more time here at the uh, Power Struggle. How, how are you liking this matchup? Well, it's as far as I know, the G1 Climax winner just gets a shot at the IWGP Championship, not necessarily the double titles. But they've been doing the double title defense and the double title defense, and you know. Um, so I think, as to my as far as my understanding goes, Kota Bushi could be he could either face the double champion if they decide that, or it could just be for one of the championships. Because Naito had had said since he won them that he wanted to defend them individually. Now they haven't done that yet because he lost it to Evil. He won it back, but he wanted to defend the belts individually. And I think that if he retains over evil at power struggle, I think that he would defend them separately and Kota Bushi would get the IWGP championship like on the, you know, January 4th and on January 5th, Naito or, you know, or evil maybe would defend the intercontinental championship against a top contender. Um, then, but I, I really like Jay White. He's so good, and he's doing so many great things. But I think that Kota Bushi retains the right certificate for the time being. Yeah. And in your main event, uh, this is one, uh, yeah, we've been waiting for uh, to see one more time. Uh, Naito versus Evil for both the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships. Yeah, the double championships on the line in this one. Um, I would feel Naito wins. I don't think Evil needs them. I don't think Evil wins it again. I think Evil tries all of his tricks with with Dick Togo there and possibly even other Bullet Club members there. But I think that Naito wins it with the help of some of his other LIJ members helping to counteract the interference from the pool club members like they did in Jingu, um, you know, with Sonata and Hiromu coming out to his aid. Um, I think we see that. And I think, I think Naito goes on to wrestle kingdom to defend the championships. Definitely. Definitely. I think, uh, I, th- I think definitely uh, a match between uh, Naito and Ibushi is what we're heading at uh, here uh, for, um, well, over the last couple of years, they've course, beat. I mean, they've had outstanding matches against each other. Yeah, and they have just beat. I mean, they've taken unbelievable punishment just from each other. So, I think that's the match that that could be a Wrestle Kingdom headliner is just because you know yeah. these guys are gonna almost kill themselves to try to beat each other. Right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's. Uh... It's going to be intense. It's going to be fun. And it's, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, and, yeah, I, I I like it. I like the whole show on paper. Of course, 
the the six match lineup has not disappointed anyone. Uh, yeah. So far, uh, COVID it's been really good. If any, if anything was good out of COVID, uh, it was this. It, it was the fact that uh, we were able to get uh, this easy to watch six match uh, shows that don't feel like uh, you know it just it exhausts you. You know you don't feel like you just ran a marathon uh, afterwards. Yeah. So can't wait to see that uh, happening tomorrow morning. Uh, live on the uh, New Japan World, uh, both English and Spanish versions, I believe. Uh, but if, as you say, English and Spanish, uh, that, you that's did how. Say English and Spanish, yeah. I mean, English and Japanese. Um, yeah, yes. no, it'd be cool if they did Spanish. But hey, yeah, you need I do Spanish th- announcers, you know. Uh, I do think me. it is live. I think it's live in English this time. Um, oh, I know yeah. they've been doing. For a lot of the shows, they've been doing English, and it takes about a day or two to get the English up there because Kevin Kelly's still in the United States. Right. So he it, he has to watch it live, record it, and then send it over, and then they have to add it on. Like It takes about a day or two for some of these other shows, but I think for this one, it will be live in English with him, and I think Rocky is in L.A. I think Kevin Kelly's like in Pennsylvania. Rocky Romero's in L.A., and then Chris Charlton's in Japan, and they somehow managed to do a three-man booth from literally halfway across the world. By any means, technology is a wonderful right? thing. Yeah, technology is a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so uh, a really, really exciting news. I, I didn't think we we're gonna get this, but I guess uh, you know it, it'll all work out at the end. Of course, we know uh, we've had the famous. Uh, Super Jacob on and off in the 2000s. You know, we got it a few, yeah. a couple of years in the mid 90s, and then after the war, on and off. Uh, but then for like seven years, we didn't get anything until, uh, you know, between 09 and 16. Then three years later, we got it. So who knew? Maybe we're going to get it in the next few years. Yeah. With COVID happening even worse. Uh, so we were not expecting back to back Super J. Cups, but I guess with also uh, with New Japan America, uh, you know, going strong, pun intended. Yes, um, indeed. We we they decided to go ahead and uh, you know bless us with the Super J Cup, and boy, it, it's a fun one. It's it's a it's really a, fun it's a one good mi- it's a good mix of people. It really is. Uh, yeah. So here we get. Uh, we have. A, another uh, eight-person lineup, uh, and this is who we have. Uh, El Fantasmo, ELP, representing Bullet Club. Uh, Clark Connors, representing uh, the LA Dojo. Uh, Blake Christian, representing Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, Chris Bay, representing uh, Impact Wrestling. Ray Horace representing Ring of Honor. Uh, then we have three freelancers: Leo Rush, TJP, and ACH. Interesting, TJP working and ACH both working uh, New Japan Strong shows, but uh, this makes it look like hey, they are not under contract with New Japan. So uh, I interesting, don't think they are. 
I don't right. think they are under contract and, in Japan. And I, and I wasn't sure. This confirmed it. The fact that they call well, them yeah, freelancers, they're right? Freelancers, yeah. They're not signed to anywhere, yeah. Right. It's, it's not like they but have TJP representing, uh, you know, New you Japan know, America. LA Dojo or, or New Japan right. America or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's, a, it's a hot mix of guys. It really is. It's, it's a wild mix of people. I mean, you have Clark Connors, who's still technically a young lion. Right, which is why he's representing the dojo. Yeah, he's representing the dojo. But you have Leo Rush. You know, you have ACH. You have TJP. And, of course, El Fantasmo, last year's winner. One of my personal favorites, who, who I'm super excited in this year, is, is Ray Horace, yes. representing Ring of Honor. I'm a huge fan of his work, and I'm very excited to – to have him as part of the Super J Cup, um, yeah. Somebody we've seen here my, in Atlanta. Somebody my, you've called action on, you know. Yes. Ringside. Yes. yes. I mean, and and seen and you know he was in Lucha Underground as well as Dragon as Take a yeah. Junior. Uh, that doesn't exist. So it does too exist. It does too exist. It exists in 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 the hearts and minds of the believers. Okay, and I am one of the believers. Um, but uh, so that, that's the name of the Justin Bieber fans. No, those are the believers with a B. The believers oh, okay. are the fans of Lucha Underground because you believe. Okay. Funny enough, we did have this conversation like five years ago. We probably did the, a lot of times, yes. yeah. Um, but uh, I'm really excited to see Ray Horace. My my ideal winner would be Ray Horace. My second would be ACH because he's the champion of Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, the Georgia Wrestling Crown holder right now. So I definitely want to see the home. You know, he's not a home. He's not a hometown guy. He's from Texas, but he he represents the hometown promotion. So Ray yeah. Horace is my first bet. ACH would be my number two. Yeah, a- ACH, a- another person who, who I, you know we see now. He was announced. Uh, as being part of the MLW roster, uh, as MLW has announced that uh, I be, they, they are coming back in, in about less than two weeks. The restart is uh, as they've the been restart, calling yes. it uh, in New York. Uh, so they, they've got a place in New York, and they're gonna they're gonna have the restart. They've announced ACH part of that, and not only that, he's gonna take place in the Opera Cup, and he wants a title. Uh, in MLW now, they say he's a part. He's part of the roster. They say he's going to be part of MLW. Doesn't specifically say that he is a signed contract member of uh, MLW. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. Uh, you know, so it'll be, but interesting to see. You know, ACH. A lot of eyes have been on him ever since he left uh, WWE. You know, in uh, not so good terms. Uh, for you know, understandable reasons on his part, you know, and can't fault him for feeling uh, disrespected, insulted, uh, and all of the above. Um, you know, maybe there, there was a little lack of taste in the way that he was treated. Uh, nobody thought about it, but hey, you know, he's coming, he's back. I mean, he came back and he came back to uh, AWE. Uh, you know, not only making a statement by just being back and being as spoken as he has been, but hey, regaining the championship that he never lost. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, now, you know, he's doing things with MLW. Now he's here with doing the Super J Cup. Uh, we're going to see him, uh, you know, back in AWE. Now the AWE is back and they begin doing tapings uh, later this month. Uh, so, yeah, he, he's definitely it's a guy who, you know, we saw him. We saw him at GCW Game Changer Wrestling as well. Uh, yeah, all, he, all over the place. So, uh, to me, a guy who really wants to make a statement and here in uh, the Super J Cup, uh, no better place. But I, I really love this lineup. Yeah, I, I love Horace uh, as well. I think that Connors and Christian, two guys that really I really like, you know, in their young careers. Uh, they, they show a lot of uh, promise and, uh, you know, of all people coming out of uh, Game Changer Wrestling, uh, of course, Blake Christian has been uh, working uh, the strong shows, uh, so definitely an opportunity there. But I like I like it very well. Of course, ELP, you can't go, uh, you can't go with him in there. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't pick a winner. If I had to pick somebody just out of uh, bias, I'm going with Ray Horace. Yeah, just out of bias. Yes, I it's yes. the same way. Out of bias because I love him so much, and he's such a great competitor. Just a nice young man. He's very humble. You know, yeah, would be Ray Horace. Yeah, um, the Super Jacob, Eric. Welcome to the show. Uh, where are you calling from? Um, somewhere that I have no energy in my body. Uh, well, it could be worse. You work right? at a coffee shop. You should always be extremely caffeinated. Yeah, it was Red Cup Day today, which uh, I'm sure neither of you know, but it's where all the... We get 600, 700, 800 Red Cups to give away because it's a holiday launch, and basically we've been doing triple the business today that we do during an entire week, usually. So I'm tired. Well, listen. Eric, you should be I, tired ever. You work at a coffee shop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I know, Just I know drink a bunch is. of flipping coffee. I, I only found out about Red Cup that's Day funny. like maybe two hours ago. And I was like, why didn't Starbucks email me to tell me this? Um, anyways. If you want one, hey. I have one. You can have it. Oh, look at you. I'm giving you a heart emoji here over the... Uh, Internet ready on the air, so you can't see it, but it's just there. Uh, yeah, so the, you know, the Super J Cup we were talking about, you probably heard us here when you came on, the, but coming back for the second year, uh, and uh, it's happening on December the 12th. Uh, uh, I, I guess this is, uh, New Japan is still no, no fans, so no fans are going to get to see me there live, which kind of sucks. I, you know, because look, if if it was within reason, I don't know, I, I would have considered it. But, you know, that's, uh, yeah. It's it'll probably be, back. it'll probably be held by the, in the same place that they've been doing the strong shows. Where has um, that In been? LA, I'm guessing. It's been, it's in LA, part of, it's, it's, I think it's part of the dojo. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm definitely not making it there. Uh, yeah, we're not going to LA. No, 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 no. Uh, but not, not yet, at least. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so ELP, Clark Connors, TJPACH, Blake Christian, Chris Bay, Ray Horace, and Leo Rush. 
Uh, Eric, can you uh, pick there? Uh, who's your favorite to win the Super J Cup 2020? Black Tiger. All right. There Does he still go. work? We'll go with that. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. 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 He, he's in Japan. Pegasus man. Kid. He's Japan. No. He's uh, definitely, he's no, definitely don't talk <laughs> about Pegasus Kid. Yeah. Yeah. We will um, talk about him later. We'll talk about Super him later. Liger. Um. No. Retired. Yeah. Super Liger's right. not retired. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He works right. at AEW. Again, let me go. ELP, Clark Connors, TJP, ACH, Blake Christian, Chris Bay, Ray Horace, Leo Rush. Um, who's your Kenta favorite of that group of eight guys? Kenta Kabashi is not even a Jacob. He's not even a junior. I'm just naming Japanese guy. No, um, look, I'm gonna go with ACH. He just gave you all eight names. Just pick one of them, man. Come on now. I said ACH. They're all North American. Well, not all North Americans. Most of like eight of them are from America. One of them is from America. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I like ACH more than I like Chris Bay, so. Okay, well, there you I'm go. Saying, say, I like ACH. I did. Yeah, that's all you got to say. No, I, you then didn't. you started yelling at me. No. I no, said Kinsa Kobashi, right and the then I said, no, not really. I said ACH. And then I said, oh, no. no. You said first after like nine other guys who are dead yeah. or not wrestling anymore. Or in AEW. Well, yeah. Sure, Which means they're dead. They're oh, dead Jesus. to the main wrestling world. They're dead to the wrestling world, okay? Not yeah. to the marks, though, brother. Well, you know, this ain't a show for the marks. This ain't a show for the marks. It's a show for the... The hard show. It's a show for the friends? That's right. That too. Friends, uh, the best too. friends? No, Definitely not, not the best no. friends, no. Screw Chuck Taylor. So mean. My wife always mm-hmm. likes to call it the Friends of Wrestling show. So we're the Friends of Wrestling show. There we go. <laughs> friends of wrestling. I like it. We are friends well, of wrestling. Yeah, we are definitely uh-huh. are good friends of wrestling. You know, even when we don't like it. I mean, you know. Uh, all right, so uh, let's uh, turn gears over to Uh-oh. AEW. Woo! I knew that was gonna work out well. All right, uh, a week from last Saturday uh, will be uh, the second ever. Full year I pay per view live from uh, Fight TV on Fight TV uh, for what fifty sixty dollars or something like that. Uh, yeah, something crazy. Never checked. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. Um, if it's anything so, like other pay per views, it's sixty. That's their price point. Is it? Uh, yeah. Good. Uh, it's uh, also available, I guess, uh, on cable providers. Uh, for anybody who still does that, um, yeah, uh, it's funny. I, I went to Fight TV to look at this. And it says, unfortunately, this event is not available in your territory. Uh-oh. I'm like, how is it not available territory, in brother. territory? It's only available in the Florida territory, brother. We are the AEW territory. Well, yeah, I guess Florida was its own territory, wasn't it? 
kind of. Yikes. We had Georgia yeah. Championship Wrestling and they had Florida. Yeah. Yeah, Florida is kind of its own country, anyways. It's one of those states that's kind of like its own entity. Yeah, that is. I I don't know how it's not in my territory. That that is that is wild and crazy. I don't even have my VPN turned on. (laughs) But they know. They all know. Look, I bet you if I use a different browser, they won't know. They always know, because all your devices are interconnected. And they know. Well, unfortunately, I can't see how much the actual pricing is because it's locked. It's, I'm not in your territory. Out of your territory, yeah. Oh well, here I was gonna order it. I guess they. Were you really? You know, they just lost fifty or sixty bucks. No, not really. Uh, but so. yeah, full gear uh, happening live uh, from the da- daily dailies plays. I always call it Pally. Alley, you know, kind of like the, the place where, um, what's their name? The Brits have their show. Alley Pally. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, live uh, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, is the start time, of course. Uh, the buying show, which is what they call their pre pre show, uh, is the kick or kickoff show uh, in in WWE terms. Uh, it's going to be. Uh, so they announced they got one match for the buy-in. Uh, they moved up uh, Orange Cassidy versus John Silver, uh, who, which was the buy-in show. So for the buy-in, uh, Serena D will defend the NWA World Women's Championship against uh, recently free agented Allison Kane. I mean, why couldn't we keep Cassie and Silver in the in the pre-show and just move uh, D and K in the uh, main roster? I don't know. But hey, you know, if if you ask anybody, this is a very WWE thing to do, isn't it? Put the women in the main in the buy in the buy-in. Yeah. Yeah. Put put, put a women's title match in the, the yeah. uh, in, in in the in the pre-show. Yeah. In the free but, for all, brother. But but they're different from a, from WWE, right? They're, they're different, the entirely different, hundred yeah. percent different. different. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so yeah, D versus K. Uh, I would say K is a huge favorite, but I'm going with D uh, to retain the championship. A moment, deep to retain as well. Yeah, as much as I love AK, and I'm proud of her for finally getting a shot on you know television outside of Impact because she had well. Power is on TV, or is it? Was it just YouTube? Um, I think Power was just YouTube, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that Power was just, was just YouTube. It was just on YouTube. You know, okay. it's funny because you know it was on the PBS, the, the PBS uh, production building. You would have thought PBS maybe would have played it at some point, but yeah, no, only. But yeah, only, I mean. I'm proud of her for getting back on TV, regardless of, you know, pre-show, post-show, mid-show. Um, better than no show. Better than no show, yeah, which, you know, we had one of those, but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think that they should hot potato that title, and Deeb just won it, so I can't really see them taking the belt off of her, but good for AEW for getting... I guess some kind of working agreement with uh, the NWA women so that they can actually have some 
talented women on those shows. Well, it makes it, it, it now. You talk about the AEW women's division; they now have two championship titles. This is true. Yeah, both being defended at full gear. Yeah, uh, it's definitely. They're definitely in full gear. Up next, uh, Orange Cassio versus John Silver. Cassidy's gonna win this. I don't see it happening any other way. Cassidy. I don't I really don't get I don't really like John Silver, so I'm picking Cassidy. Cassidy by him. You know, honestly, I, really I can't like even one of them. I can't even tell you know, you put I'm sorry, Alan Angels. I love Alan Angels. Great, great, great kid. But you put silver and angels together. I can't tell you who's who. <laughs> I just really can't. I mean, and then you and then you add that and then you add that other guy whose name I can't remember right now. Um, but there's another one. Uh, and they all look alike from inside. But anyways, whatever. Uh, all right, Chris Jericho versus MJF. Of course, they've been, you know. Doing this third thing. Uh, if MJF wins, he will be allowed to join the inner circle. Um, I'm going to start. I hope uh, that Jericho wins. Listen, as much as I'm sure they will be funny with MJF in the inner circle, I feel like MJF would really be. Um, it would be a, a more of a disfavor for him. He would be lost in the shadow of Jericho and everything that the inner circle did. He would get lost in the shuffle. I, I think MJF is a good enough character that can stand on its own. It doesn't need to be part of a group. So I hope that Jericho wins so MJF does not join the inner circle. Yeah, that's kind of my, my thing too is is – MJF doesn't need the inner circle. Um, he is doing fine on his own, and so I, you know, I would pick Jericho to win. Um, I've got MJF winning with uh, the inner circle turning on Chris Jericho. Oh, kicking well, Chris Jericho out. You yeah. can't have Chris Jericho's inner circle, and it, it's like the inner circle of Chris Jericho's and his friends. If all the friends kick him out, there's no inner circle because Jericho's out. Uh, I just they, have a feeling. And then they like MJF becomes the leader of the group? Uh, or, or who becomes or leader of the group then? Either him or Hager. Hager. Is it Hager's too busy folk training for his fights? Right now he's out because he's... He's too busy know, beating slugs and Bellator. Yeah. He, he got beat up a lot. You see, I mean, He won, but I mean, had a few cuts and whatnot. Yeah, so yeah. it's just my take. It could happen. It couldn't happen. We'll see. So you you think you, you're predicting something a la Nation of Domination, where Rocky, you know, takes over and kicks out uh, Farouk? Uh, not necessarily that, but yeah, kinda. I guess that is that. okay. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, Sheeta will defend the, her AEW Women's uh, Championship against Nyla Rose uh, with uh, Vicky Guerrero on her side, on Rose's side. Uh, I'm I'm going with Sheeta, guys. I, I want to see her yeah. retain. I got to see Sheeta retain. I think she's doing really good with the championship. 
She's putting out great matches with just about anybody and everybody. Um, I want Sheeter to retain. And if they switch it, if they switch it, what was the point of taking it off uh, Nyla Rose in the to begin with? You know, it's just like, yeah, it wouldn't make sense. Got to go with Sheeta, hundred percent. Um, let's see, where were we? Uh, okay, uh, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in an elite deletion match. So does this mean it's like a cinematic match where, like, they really don't wrestle, but they gotta do? Yeah. I, I gotta imagine so. Mm. Mm. I mean, probably Matt, right? Yeah, you would think it's it's Matt Hardy's match, right? Unless he gets concussed again, it's Matt Hardy's match. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he gets concussed again, it's Matt Hardy's match, right? Jesus Christ. I mean, like, the thing is, you know, he can get concussed, but if it's cinematic, then that's okay. They can edit it out. They can just edit it out. That's true. There you go. Jesus. <laughs> no, he he's not an editor of the match, but I mean, he could be. Jesus could be. I mean, they could have a Jesus. I'm not gonna yeah. say they don't. But, I'm not you gonna know, say don't they know. don't. What's, yeah, uh, what's Jesus doing after Carlito let him go? I don't know. Maybe he became a water boy for Jacksonville Jaguars. Booyah! Damn. I uh, guy. FTR defend the the AEW. Uh, tag team championships against the Young Bucks, who are, are not looking any younger these days. Well, I'm um, hearing also that Matt is um, tore his ACL or tore his MCL, and his ACL is very, very thin. So, if that's the case, if he goes in hurt, I would think FTR has to win. Yeah, I think I think I, I mentioned this. I think last week I can't remember. Uh, it was last week. Don't expect me to remember what I did yesterday. Um, you know, I, I you know this. We we've seen Matt Jackson be hurt in pain for a while now, at least the last three or four years, five years maybe. Um, this this could also be uh, a, a position because of the because of the uh, stipulation. You know, if the Bucks lose. Uh, they they can never challenge for the AEW championships, you know. And of course, somebody on Twitter joked that I guess this means they're going to be coming up with new junior heavyweight championships. Not that that was funny, but um, I, you know, this could mean more of a backstage role for the Jacksons. Maybe th- this will mean hey, they can focus more on the uh, running the show. Than being part of the show, right? I mean, okay. after all, this is okay. their company. Uh, maybe they do all a Triple H where they just come back once a year or something for something special every couple of times a year. I don't know. I mean, obviously, they want to still work and have matches. And, you know, you got to give Meltzer something to write about, right? So uh, they, they got to wrestle at least they got to wrestle at least once a year so they can uh, be Meltzer's number one tag team of the year every year. So, yeah. Um, so we'll get that, I'm sure. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going with FTR. Eric, your thought. Uh, I don't know, man. I 
I don't know if it is just like a storyline that Matt's hurt or what, but I just I can't foresee them not ever challenging for the tag titles again. So I mean, I I, I want to go FTR. Uh, I, I feel like I have to go Young Bucks. Oh, I see. It pains you to go Young Bucks. It does. You know how much I hate the Young Bucks. They're good. Oh, they are it's just the friends. It's just they, like they're they're smarky ass fans who you don't really like. Are they good though? Yeah, they've done the same thing for nineteen years. So is ACDC, and they still kick ass. ACDC's done the same thing for even longer, and they still kick ass. Do they? Yeah. Do they? Look know? at Kiss. ACDC kicks ass. Yeah, Kiss. They sing one yep. song and that's all they need. That, that, that's all you need. I shit. want to rock and roll and I party every day. And that's mm-hmm. all you need from Kiss. Fire and explosions. And you know what's coming. Come with, and but the, it's still and, you awesome. know, The face pain, you know. Shoot, for all we know, it's not the same people anymore. But it doesn't only matter. Two of them are the, only two of them are the same guys from the, from the original days. The other two, like, rotate out every six months. <laughs> Seriously, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons own the rights to Kiss, and they get session players to play as the other two guys. Huh. And so they like get somebody to tour with them as this, as like under the Space Cat, under the like you know the same characters because they own the rights to that character name. You know, so they get that like a luchador. They just get somebody else to play Laparca and call him Laparca, even though he's not Laparca. You know, like interesting. They, I didn't know that. Yeah, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley own Kiss and own all the rights to it. And so the original guys who started with them are no longer part of the band and haven't been for like 20 years or or longer. So they just get like guys to play with them on stage who are probably younger, who can probably, you know, shred the guitar a little bit better than they can. And, And that's who they tour with. The more you know. I know. So, you know... That's how good the Young Bucks are, is they really can just do the same top hits again and again and again and make an exciting match still. That's right. You don't want to admit it because you don't like the fans who like the Young Bucks. That's the problem. That's your yeah. problem, is, is it's nothing against the Young Bucks personally. It's the fans who are, like, super crazy about them and tell you how great they are all the time and, like, swear they're the greatest in the history of the universe and stuff. Yeah. That's it's like, like it's like every time a referee counts one, two, and the people go sweet. They go sweet. That's what you. That's what you don't like. You don't like the referee. It's not anything against the referee. Referee didn't do anything bad. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's you know. I mean, yeah. Young boys just come yeah. out there. They do super kicks, and they. Say too sweet. You know what I'm saying? Well, they, they don't, don't even do that anymore, though. No, yeah. no. Because they're not Bullet no. Club anymore. They don't too sweet. Well, even worse. They're elite. We just come out and go, V, elite, V, elite. Elite, V, elite. elite. They pretend I mean, we're yeah. super cool. Well, you know, we know the, the only elite one uh, is Kenny Omega. But anyways, uh, I don't even know. I think we all picked FTR. 
That's uh, yeah. unfortunate. He picked the Bucks. Mm. He picked. Oh, the you Bucks. picked the Bucks. What you and you don't like the Bucks? Are you picked the Bucks? Yeah, we did. He doesn't like them. Just, when he there's no, yeah. there's no way that they're never going to challenge for the tag titles. There's they no way. You know it's wrestling. Look, they can always they can always balk on a stipulation. Yeah, this same thing happened with the same thing happened with Cody. How many times did uh, Ric Flair have to retire because of a match? Okay. Yeah. How I mean, many times did Hulk Hogan have to you, retire because of a match? If 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 you watch the program, you would know that they take stipulations serious in AEW. There you or go. at least that's what they say. That there's whatever the stipulation is, they actually mean. Well, there you yeah. go. So so if they don't win, they don't ever get the challenge ever again. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. ever, ever. Never forever. ever. Never ever. Just like see, Rocky Romero is forever. Well, listen, they, in that case, the hooligans they just, are forever. They, they, they can just Them change too. their name to the, the, the Jackson Bucks, and then they can say, they say that, hey, the Young Bucks will never challenge. The Jackson Bucks will. John Generation Cena. Me! Generation Bro, Me challenge, brother. No. No. Generation Me can challenge. No, yes. please don't do that to me. Hey. Uh, I'd rather you die. Know, you just, well, you are. You did say you are already dying, didn't you? I'm dead. I'm dead on the inside. It's all that matters. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, come on. You know you were waiting for that one that only. What one so, that only? Where Generation Me shows up? No. You pop. You know you would. No. I hated them in TNA. Why would I pop? Because you would. Because they had great right. matches with the with with the the Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, but they were feuding against my favorite tag team. So why would I like them? Because they put on great matches together. Come on. Takes yeah, two to tango, I mean, okay? Yeah, well, generation that would have been four. G- generation Me versus the two Machine tag teams, guns, okay? In a uh, exhibition match, you know, or ultimate. The, you know, whatever they called it. Um, yeah, you'll pop. All right, next up, uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, by the way, he may get his last name at some point. I don't He's know. Got his name, but uh, well, he never lost it. But anyways, whatever. Cody Rhodes will defend the uh, TNT Championship against Darby Allen. Cody retains. I gotta go with Darby. I think somebody else needs to take the title. I think Darby's the man to do it. I actually agree. I think it's uh, Darby Allen's title to lose. Well, it's not his Darby's, title. Darby's a good man. But... Well, it's his match to lose. I'm sorry. All right. Okay, and then uh, Kenny Omega versus Adam Page. Uh, this is Page. the finals of the uh, Eliminator Tournament. For WWE, they get to upgrade to WWE if they win. They go, they go to another promotion. They win, they go to another promotion, brother. Winner goes to NXT. There you go. You see guys trying to job on purpose on that match. Jesus Christ. Uh, I I know Paige is gonna win this, but I'm still going with Omega because. 
Page is the next. Page is the next superstar to break out, and he's. This is his opportunity to break out and enter that upper echelon of talent. Yeah, I got Page as well. Um, I think it's going to send Kenny over the top to turn him heel. So a heel, Kenny, really? Heel, Kenny Omega. He's been acting like a super douche nozzle. So, but that's okay. just Kenny, though. That's just yeah. Kenny. I I, I think that he's I kind of a douche Adam nozzle. Page. Remember, Adam Page is friends with FTR. They like to go out for drinks and they made up bars at the uh, Daily's place. So, uh, I think that, um, yeah, no, I think Page is the one that turns. It's possible. He's going to join, um, you know, FTR and uh, the Blanchard stable. Speaking of, you know, Blanchard has, you know, forgotten about uh, the artist from Lonis Dillinger. And his daughter? Whatever. <laughs> forgotten about his daughter. That's who it is. Well, everybody forgot about his daughter. Um, speaking of yeah. no shows. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't die again, Eric. Don't die again. Hold on. Shit. Shoot Come me. Um, pew, 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 I'm pew, not, pew. And I'm not even the one drinking. Nope. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Uh, okay. So, you guys are going with Paige. I'm going with Omega, even though I know you guys are right. Um, and <laughs> in your main event of the evening, as announced uh, by Tony Khan, and it will be John Moxley defending his AEW, AEW, yeah, they said it right this time. Okay, AEW World Championship in an I Quit match against Eddie freaking Kingston. Kingston. They're not Kingston, WWE. Kingston. 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 Yeah, I, I would. Now, here's the thing. I mean, if Kingston wins, wow, right? I mean, A, wow, indeed. It, it would blow my mind. I mean, but no one deserves it more than Kingston. I mean, he's been uh, he, he's been you know doing this for a very long time, but to this day, you know, still finds ways to just look as great as he does. And man, he has fun matches, and he's great on the microphone. And if Moxley uses, he gives him an opportunity to maybe step away for a little bit and go to New Japan. And do some things over there. So, why not? Moxley. Moxley, get out of town. Moxley. Technically, Danny, he is out of town. That's true. He's out of of our town, at least. Yeah, out of our town. Um, Eddie ain't got what it takes no more. Mika yeah, Villas, yeah. you, you say that to his face. You are the say that, you to, are his the face. Say that to his face. Uh, this, uh, of FOW, uh, please, uh, you boy Eric here is, uh, you know, just literally said it. Eddie Kingston ain't got what it takes anymore. He's not my boy anymore, Eric. I'm, I'm sorry. I love Moxley. You know, I, I have a, a thing for him. But Eddie, Eddie, all the goddamn way. Okay, Kingston. If you have not, if people have not seen these promos, the, the last promo they just showed, 
Oh, I have. Just even online, just everything. Eddie is the quintessential everything. He is the perfect package. He's the perfect wrestler. Eddie for the win. I have nothing else to say about it. Oh, he is. He's absolutely fantastic. Everything that you just said is 100% factual. But he's still going to lose to John Moxley. Dang. And he's going to break a promise to his mother. You're wrong. You're so wrong. Okay? Mm. You're so wrong that you can't even be right if you're. You can't even say your name is Eric. Is your name Eric? I think you're wrong about that. That's how wrong it you is. are. You're wrong about everything. No, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's it. You're, you're uh-huh. wrong. I'm sorry. You're wrong. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Kingston is going to win. You Not can't, you can't trust. Promise. Can't trust Canadian? I mean, look at Chris Jericho. You're right. You, you can't trust the name in Eric uh, that doesn't spell the name with a K. Mm. It's okay. Or last name Bischoff. It's okay. Y'all, she, really, in fantasy she, literally, world. she literally was listening and just talking and, and commenting, and then she had she heard you say that, and she felt so inclined to jump in. Yeah, you see, M- Mickey Villas is uh, on very high demand. You know, she's probably in the middle of recording two other podcasts as we speak, uh, and she could not stand <laughs> for the atrocities that, that you said. That's okay, y'all. Y'all live in y'all live in fantasy land, but but here on planet Earth, we know that John Moxley is going to make Eddie Kingston scream, "I quit." Guarantee you. Guarantee you, Eddie Kingston does not say I quit. No way, no how, nah. You're going to have to kill Eddie. Do you hear me? You're going to have to kill this man. And he said all that yesterday, and that's, or not yesterday, I guess Thursday, and that's cute and all, but he's going to say I quit. No, 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 no. It is not cute. It is factual that you will literally have to kill this man. He will not say I quit. There is no quit in him. There's no bitch in him. There's no give in him. He is not going to quit. Moxley, now, again, this is Moxley. This is not Dean Ambrose. This is a whole new, you know, person. If you're, you know, just kind of tuning in going, hey, look, it's Dean Ambrose. Old school Mox maybe had enough to kind of, you know, get with Eddie. He's been a little neutered. He has not been pushed like he's about to be pushed. He has not been shoved like he's about to be shoved. Moxley's got stuff to lose, like a hot-ass wife, okay? Like, you know, that big old check. You know, he can't afford to be hurt. He don't like to be injured. And he's going to hurt him. And he's going to injure him if he does not say, I quit. I'm sure Renee's going to put her foot down. I'm sure Moxley's going to not be crazy or insane or whatever the tagline. I can't remember what it was. Lunatic. He's not going to be on the fringe. He's going to be like, yo, this hurt. This man crazy, I quit. Cause he needs to live, fight another day. Eddie, Eddie gonna die in that ring, but he's not going to die in that ring. He's going to kill and win this title. And again, that was that was a lot of words, Mika, and, and I appreciate it. It was well thought out. But you said Moxley hasn't been pushed to his limit, and he won't be tomorrow. Oh, he he will be. He will be. In- <clears throat> Renee gonna mess around and be a widow. Y'all can line up, but she gonna need a new man. Cause if Mox does not quit, then he gonna die, and he's still gonna lose. Just saying. And, and with all that being said, and with all that being said, and still your AEW World Champion, John Moxley. And you're wrong. 
right. Uh, well, you are also delirious after a very long day of work. So you probably didn't know the words you were saying. Uh, you probably think that today is Friday. Yesterday was Thursday. You know, you got your day, days mixed up, uh, you know, because we record on Thursdays. So, yeah. Uh, it's, it's all right. You know, you're good. We love you. Uh, you know, like, like, like CNN, we, we always need an opposite view, even though they're wrong. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. So that's uh, AEW um, happening uh, this coming Saturday on uh, I pay per view on Fight TV, of course. Uh, I can't watch it, darn! I can't buy it. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not in in, in the zone. Uh, in the territory, brother. So sad. You're in the yeah. wrong territory, brother. Mm-hmm. I, I, I should have thought about that before I moved. Uh, that's it. Just stayed in now, or something. Yamika, we talked about this last week. I want to get your thoughts. Of course, this is something very uh, dear to your heart. As uh, AWE announced that they are back. Uh, tapings begin on uh, November 29th. Uh, so we we didn't get uh, tickets now on sale. Yeah, tickets are now on sale. Uh, we we didn't get uh, our, our regular. Uh, extravaganza that we get on weekend on, on Thanksgiving weekends every year, but uh, we get AWE. It's back, uh, and it, it sucks that and you still won't be there unless you will be there. Why does everybody think that I will not come home? I mean, not only is it Thanksgiving weekend, it's AWE. It's AWE being back. It's AWE being back, and we are taping for television. Hello, ding dong. Hello. Tickets oh, now on sale. Yeah. <laughs> Tickets now on sale. Of course I'm gonna be back. Of course I'm coming home for this. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm not asking y'all to roll out the red carpet, but you expect the Scream Queen to be in the house. Please, thank you. Uh, I'm excited. Super excited. There's a lot going on. Um, tons of names that have been announced for this show. Uh, talking about coming home. Priscilla Kelly's coming home. Are you kidding me? That's going to be amazing. You got Killer Kelly going to make her debut as well. Uh, guys, this is going to be a show for the ages. And again, it's going to be taped for TV. I'm excited. Literally, I got nothing else to say other than if you can't be there live, you better, better subscribe and watch it on uh, when it comes on television. Yeah. Uh, right now, TV is... Uh... Where it'll be uh, available uh, on on various different platforms. Uh, of course, uh, they, you know, AW will find ways to make uh, a lot of their other content available. As you've seen, uh, Pirate TV is uh, is definitely been a thing uh, that that's worked out with them. I'm sure uh, we will still see stuff there. But yeah, uh, with, with now a, a network and more eyeballs, more opportunities. It's nothing but uh, happiness and joy, of course, you know, uh, being a, a fun, a, a support, big supporter of them since their, very, their third show ever. Um, uh, yeah, I, I can't say uh, how excited I am. They're back uh, the 29th. And if you guys didn't know, as Eric Correa said, tickets are on sale at ATL Wrestling on the Twitter 
Facebook, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, check them out. The links are there. Um, and, and yeah, uh, can't wait to uh, to get back. So uh, fun, fun, fun. Uh, so yeah, uh, that is that. So uh, a a little bit, a little bit of uh, of uh, WWE stuff. Kind of want to uh, get your takes, and of course, I don't think we got to talk about this yet. But uh, Kurt Stallion has made his WWE debut. Uh, of course, he's been part of Two Hundred Five Live, uh, and I'm very excited. Uh, he got to keep his name for now. They may change it to Kurt later. They may change it to Stallion. Who knows what they'll change it to? But we got we got Kurt Stallion on WWE TV for the. You know, the, for the past month or so, uh, so excited, very happy for Kurt Stallion. Uh, you know, he was, I think, announced for the latest class maybe like a, a month ago, and now he's there. Uh, yeah, super stoked. Couldn't happen to feel better guy, and love that he's been given this huge platform. Yeah, Kurt's a good dude, good worker. I'm. Really, really proud that he's on TV because I'm not going to say he was homegrown, but he he definitely grew a lot in uh, AEW. So or AW, yeah, AWE, fucking shit. There's so many A's and E's and W's, um, but yeah. So proud of the kid, and I hope to see good things from him. Yeah, still have Eric. Oh, here we go. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I'm very excited for him and what he can bring to WWE. I mean, you know, he's he's kind of been working enhancement roles, but I'm excited to see what he can do once they kind of let take the reins off of him and let him fully go. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, NXT, uh, another fun week, fun matches. Uh, we got to see Kushida and. Uh, have a have a fun match with the former Trevor Lee Cameron Grimes. Uh, yeah, uh, Grimes man, uh, he's such a great former. I uh, really enjoy uh, how he's been portrayed uh, on NXT. But of course, Kushida looking as great as uh, Kushida always does. Um, I will say something about the NXT product that I didn't. I, I, I've come to realize I did not like is those uh, those fans uh, on, on the you know on the other side of the cages. Um, I mean, and I will say there were some wrestlers, but there's some people. Look, have you seen some of those people? There's no way they're workers. Yeah, I think they're allowing a select like group in there. I don't know if it's like most of the um, the regulars at NXT, but I do know that there are some um, actual fans being allowed in. Yeah, so not, not crazy about it. Not crazy about it at all. Uh, but yeah, um, it was a fun. It's a fun show, and what I really kind of I really enjoyed was seeing kind of like the explanation uh, as to why uh, 
Pat McAfee, so Pat McAfee, or however you say his his name, uh, was put together. Uh, you know the frustrations of uh, you know, and how they put everything together. You know his problems with the call, uh, Strong's betrayal of Pete Dunne, uh, and you know the things with Birch and Oni never being able to really get the shot, get those belts and. Uh, I don't know. I felt like it looked like a really fun promo. A way to really, you know, fully go at uh, uh, at the spirit era and then burning their flag. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this promo, also. And uh, uh, McAfee started uh, to grow me more than just that Ooh. zit that you can't pop. Oh, um. I guess what they're doing is they're building to war games. They're building to these four versus the Undisputed Era war games with the Undisputed Era as the, as the baby faces. Mm-hmm. But it's... Oh, goodness. Um, I didn't know <laughs> Undisputed Era had a flag for starters. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I guess you get your own flag and you could let other people burn it. I guess that's okay. Um, it's... I think the match at war games will be a lot of fun, but... I. I'm still just like, whatever, Pat, get out of town. I'm but I'm ready for it. Honestly, I like my time. I agree. Yeah. Um it's We're definitely far, building uh, for war games. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun one. Now I, I'm not sure when the next takeover will be. Um Probably the day before Survivor Series. You think so? No. That's what they usually... The big four usually get one right before. Yeah, but I think they took it out of there and ended up putting it... Yeah, so December 6th. Okay. So literally a month from today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what would be interesting? Since they're doing WCW names, what if they called this... NXT TakeOver Starcade. Or WCW Mayhem. And and had War Games as the main event, but just not call it War Games. Greed, brother. Man, Greed greed lasted one year, and that was the end of it. So that's not even. Greed killed WCW. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look. Was it like a month or two before they went under? Your main event was Sid versus Scott Steiner. I mean, come on. What's wrong with that? That's a primo main event, brother. Yeah, for dying brand, sure. Well, it was dying, so did perfect. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, December 6th was such a random date. Um, where is uh, oh, I'm not even going to be able to watch that. Sad day. Mm. I'll catch it on the network, I guess. Um, so yeah, but other than that, a fun NXT show. Uh, another fun show. I'm already forgetting everything that happened. Chiampa beat uh, Velveteen Dream. Um, Candice LeRae destroyed Shotzi's tank. 
Maybe Shotzi shouldn't get involved in other people's business and her property won't get destroyed. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Gargano. Um, the tribal chief. Uh, man, he was fantastic last week on SmackDown on Fox. Uh, you know, respect me. You're going to respect me by the end of the dead night. I mean, that whole pro. I mean, Reyes is that was insane. He, he's at another level. Uh, he says very little, which is kind of better, uh, since I've said many times he's definitely a bad actor. So the less he says, the better. Um, but the little that he says, man, says a lot. And I don't really life. care. I don't really care for Crybaby Uso, uh, even though many people have been. Uh, Loving his quote unquote acting. That emotion, um, though, like you could like legitimately put yourself in his position and feel like the rage that he would feel because, like, okay. think about it. Like, his twin brother is the only person in the world that he would quit for, and Roman knew it, took advantage of it. So he was upset that A, his cousin would stoop that low, and B, stoop that low into somebody that. Like he has that eternal bond with, like Listen, that, the whole storyline is phenomenal. By any means necessary, right? Hey, you I, respect, I mean, yeah. You either respect the game or you get out of it, you know. But just the way that Roman was like, you know, I'm doing this because I love you, and like his, he was so methodical with his words. His like demeanor was so like calm that it was just like an eerie. It was an eerie promo. Like, it was fantastic. And I never, ever, ever thought that I would be this invested into a Roman Reigns storyline. But holy fuck. No comments, Annie? I... The Samoans, I don't really care. I don't really care. They can battle over that whole little island all they want. I don't really care. Wow. Damn, not the whole island. Wow. Okay, it's not that I'll, big, I'll, though. I'll, <laughs> you you want Mika again. I, I, I'll chime in. You know, I'm on, on a quick break from my other um, podcast here. But I, I'll chime in and repeat what Eric said. It's 2020. 2020 has been a hell of a year, but did we ever think that we would be talking about Roman Reigns in a positive light, that we would care at most no, about anything not. that he did and, and give it and give it a, a thumbs up, a, a good, you know, cross, like clapping, you know, saying Roman Reigns as a heel, Roman Reigns just doing anything acting-wise or storyline-wise is catching interest. I loved it. It, it brought a different side to Roman that we needed to see. We needed to we need to give a damn. Now most of us give a damn. Now we were invested in seeing what's happening and what kind of diabolical evil love he can bring to the table. I'm a I'm an evil love like that as well. So I I, I feel Roman esque in the point where yes I'm doing this for your own good. You may not like my methods, 
she may not like how I do things, but this in the end is better, not just for me, I'm looking out for my tribe, for my people, for those around me that I care for. Roman's taking that mantle upon himself. And while, you know, everybody else, especially the Usos, are not, you know, feeling it, I kind of feel it. I kind of dig it. I kind of like it. The things we do to sacrifice for others, they may not see our greatness until, you know, we're, we're all gone. But Roman's getting that respect, me at least. You don't have to like what I'm doing. You're going to respect what I'm doing. And again, what I'm doing is for the greater good, the greater good being all of us. Is he That's Seth Rollins? Selfless. It's evil as hell. But it's selfless too. So kudos and yay, Roman. Yay, Roman. Absolutely. Dog. Yeah. I mean, how can you hate the big dog, right? I never thought yeah. I would see the day that I didn't dislike him, but this shit has been fun. It's been one of the best storylines in the most recent years. Yeah, one hundred percent for sure. Uh, I'm I'm all about it. Uh, I just think uh, that uh, to me, Roman Reigns needed this a long time ago, and I'm glad that he finally got it. Here he is, the tribal chief. Uh, I'm sorry that that this happened. You know, at the end of the night, um, at uh, the expense of. Um, uh, of uh, Daniel Bryan, yes, I, but yeah. alas, it was really fun. Now on the other side, uh, you know, man, this kind of thing with uh, uh, well, not Rain. So what's his name? The uh, that's right, the Fiend uh, and Alexa. I'm I'm digging it more and more. You know what I'm saying? And I don't hate Randy Orton the champion. I almost really thought that uh, that the Miz was gonna cash in. That would have been hilarious. Um, but alas, we didn't get that. Uh, but we, Survivor Series, best of the best. I think that's what they're calling it, right? Uh, and that's why Miz has to win. It's, 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 it's looking good here. Team Raw, AJ Styles. Keith Lee, Sheamus, and Braun Strowman plus one, uh, who are definitely not getting along, or against Team SmackDown, Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, Kim Corbin, Seth Rollins, and one more person to be determined, most likely either Dominic uh, or uh, uh, Murphy. Uh, Team Raw, the women's match, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Lana against Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, and three more members to be announced. Bobby Lashley will uh, wrestle against Sami Zayn in the U.S. Champ versus IC Champ uh, match. Uh, in a Champions versus Champions tag team match, the New Day versus the Street Profits. Uh, it, that should be a fun match. Oscar versus Sasha Banks in the Champion versus Champion women's match. Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. Uh, in a champion versus champion match again. Uh, this, yeah, right here, right now, when the tribal chief takes down and puts Danny Orton, Randy Orton down, is when uh, we'll hear the unofficial uh, Grammy Award winner, uh, The Miz, come out and 
regain glory and bring uh, bring the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship, whichever he's the champion of, uh, to greater heights that's never before. But yeah, looking forward to a fun Survivor Series in front of a sold-out crowd record. Well, not breaking because they've had this record for a while. Zero fans, of course. You can watch live from the Thunderdome in one of those electronic screens if you sign up on time. Uh, usually 90 minutes in and all the spaces are sold out. Uh, so that should be fun. Uh, but yes, uh, best of the best. Uh, you're the they should play they should get that song from Kateray Kid like the you're the best song, like you're the best you're the best. Anyways, whatever. Of course, uh, the 30th anniversary of the Undertaker. Of course, he uh, recently called it a career. So, uh, not sure what they have planned for the Undertaker, but uh, should be fun nonetheless. Yeah, so that's now. Are we ready, guys, for the main event of the evening? So we're back uh, in November. So we remember 1995 in WCW uh, as uh, we head to World War Three, the first ever 60 men. Three ring battle royal. Uh, literally the biggest match in pro wrestling history. Can't think of a match that I've had more than 60 people. Um, so, I can't either. Yeah. Uh, lots of competitors. Where do I start? In no particular order Scott Armstrong, Steve Armstrong. Art Anderson, Johnny B. Bad, Marcus Bagwell, Crispin what <clears throat> redacted, Big Train Bart, Funkhouse Buck, Cobra, Disco Inferno, Jim Duggan, Bobby Eaton, Rick Flair, The Giant, Eddie Guerrero, Hulk Hogan, Mr. JL, Chris Canyon, Brian Knobs, Kurosawa, J- Lex Luger, Joey Max, Ming, Hugh Morris, Max Muscle, Scott Norton. One Man Gang, Paul Ondorf, Diamond Dallas Page, Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker, Brian Pillman, Sergeant Craig Pittman, Lord Stephen Regal, Scotty Riggs, Road Warrior Hawk, Bubba Rogers, Jerry Sags, Ricky Santana, Kensuke Sasaki, Shark, Fidel Sierra, Dick Slater, who the heck is Fidel Sierra? Dick Slater, Mark Starr, Stevie Ray, Sting, Dave Sullivan, the Taskmaster, Super Assassin 1, Super Assassin 2, Booker T, Squire David Taylor, Bobby Walker, BK Wall Street, Pess Watley, Mike Winner, Alex Wright, James Earl Wright, the Yeti, Zodiac, and well, the one-man gang and the macho man Randy Savage. So here we are, three rings, kind of that, you know, not next to each other like they were in later years. Uh, very odd uh, shaped, kind of had the fans looking like they were in a, 
in some type of Tetris puzzle. Um, but alas, here we are. Uh, most of the matches happen in the middle ring, or as they called ring number one. Uh, but we'll talk much more about uh, the main event in a little bit. Uh, but going in, guys, I know, Eric, you were like one and a half, maybe two at this point. I can't remember. Um, but I was three. Sure, whatever. Uh, never let the truth get away with a good story. Uh, but yes, so what thoughts did you guys have going into this show? Kind of like, okay, never seen this before. Kind of sort of a cool idea, maybe, I guess. The, the, the winner will be declared the new world champion because Vacant was holding the belt at this time. It was held up, was holding the belt. That's who they said. They never said it was vacant. They said it was held up. Yeah, but, you know, anytime there's a title that's held up, vacant has it, all right? Okay. Um, I was interested in the event. I mean, I was the main event is always intriguing because it is such a – it's like a – it's an attraction, Okay, there's three rings. When rings two and three get down to ten guys, then those ten guys have to come to ring one. Um, so like it's ring one always is overflowing with people. But um, the other matches I was also intrigued about because yet again you you look at like a strategy point. Some of those guys are at a great disadvantage because they had to wrestle earlier in the night. Yeah, but then you think some of them who wrestled at the beginning of the show are at a better advantage than say the people who wrestled towards the end of the show right before the uh, the World War Three match. Mm-hmm. So here we we start with uh, Johnny B. Bad defending uh, the WCW Television Championship against Diamond Dallas Page. Of course, uh, the Diamond Doll had made a stipulation earlier uh, that. Not only would Johnny B. Bad retain his championship, but he would also uh, gain the services of one Diamond Doll uh, if he were to win the match. Uh, this is a fun back and forth match. In the end, Johnny B. Bad uh, retained the championship and gained the doll. I really like this match. Of course, I'm a big DDP fan. Is that to no surprise to anybody? Um, but the more I watch of Johnny B. Bad slash Mark Marrow, the more impressed by him I am. Um, and they just they literally had a, a really good match, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, Mark Marrow wins. You know, Johnny B. Bad wins, and he wins the Diamond Doll Services. But he says, "I'm not just going to take." You know, he's offered her the deal. He said, I'm offering you the deal to become my manager. You know, I'm the television champion. We could win a lot of more matches. We can make a lot more money together, etc. But he didn't just, like, take her services. He offered her the deal, and she said she was going to have to think about it and decide if she was going to take the deal or not. Yeah. Yeah, this was a pretty good match. Um, me, me and Danger were talking a little bit about it. I'm not a super huge uh Mark Marrow slash uh, Johnny B. Bad fan, but I, I can admit that he usually puts on fantastic matches. 
Uh, or well, well, not fantastic, but he puts on really good matches sometimes. Uh, I, I noticed a lot of the time he's like, um, you know, the opening match in WCW because he's really good at what he does. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting that he didn't just take the services of Kimberly, but he offered it. And that's the good guy thing like, to do. The I was about to say, as a true gentleman, yeah. He offers uh, Kimberly the spot instead of just taking it over. Yeah, very gentlemanly like uh, uh, the Diamond Doll. She would see much better days. I mean, she would eventually become the Booty Babe, and then she became oh, the Nitro God. Girl. She was the founder of the Nitro Girls, mm-hmm. and was you know it's Kimberly Page and. Um, I guess her and DDP would stay married for quite some time, but would get divorced after the fall of WCW. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, fun match. Uh, good way to open it. Uh, of course, um, you know, Johnny Bad really uh, over with the crowd, entertaining guys. So, definitely, uh, he, you know, fun, fun way to go. Next up in a tape fist match, Bubba. Rogers uh, defeated Jim Duggan uh, after the interference from VK Wall Street because VK Wall Street had, you know, and uh, Duggan had issues. Duggan had interfered in his match prior. And, you know, they had all this going back and forth. Uh, and so here we are uh, with the referee being distracted, brass knuckles, the match. Uh, I mean, the whole getting taped, uh, Duggan being taped to the ropes was kind of an interesting take, but in the end, uh, the match wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great, didn't excite me, great if it happened, great if it didn't, I guess. I like the match. It was decent for what it was, and it was going to be a brawl, and I knew that. It was going to be two guys beating the tar out of each other with taped fists on. So there are going to be a lot of punches thrown, you know, they're big guys. Duggan's a big guy. Bubba Rogers is a big guy. Bubba Rogers hit the, that ends the gurry, which surprised the hell out of me. But, um, you know, VK wall street comes in and causes distraction so that hacksaw loses. You know, I was fine with the finish, but, um, but I actually enjoyed the match. I thought it was, I thought it was kind of, you know, it was, it was a good fight and that's what it was supposed to be. It was a fight, not a match. It was big meaty men slapping meat. Um, that's it. It it that's was what it was. The big yeah, meat. It was a brawl. Um, and I mean, going if you went into it expecting a uh, five star classic, you would probably be in, sorely disappointed. You in, yeah, you went and looked at the um, wrong thing. But they beat the shit out of each other, which is exactly what I was going in expecting. And uh, didn't come away disappointed. All right. Next up, this is a match that we have previously highlighted uh, when we were uh, uh, a few months ago. Uh Kano and Akira Hokuto defeated Mayumi Ozaki and Kiri Suzuki uh, in less than 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. Definitely a fun match. Uh, I mean... Definitely a fun for me. This was actually second uh, for my match of the night. 
I mean, it was it was a heck of a match. Like you said, we saw it before when we were reviewing our women's matches, you know, for a few months there. Um, but it's always great to see this match again. They just all four women took a lot of chances. They beat the hell out of each other. But it's hard to beat the duo of Nakano and Hokuto, and uh, and they get the win after after Bull's big leg drop from the top rope. Yep, still a really good fun match. Um, still enjoyed watching it and yeah I mean don't really have anything to add it was fantastic yeah absolutely uh, up next was uh, my match of the night uh, Kazuki Sasaki defeating Chris Benoit slash redacted uh, to retain the WCW United States Championship um, of course they, they put Sasaki with somebody who he was uh comfortable with somebody who he knew and yeah I thought that everything worked out very well the match was really fun really easy 10 minutes uh, could have maybe gone a little longer uh, but yeah it was fun I really enjoyed it I loved it uh, uh, and yeah I, I wish I could have seen more of this kind of thing you know of course then why I just uh recently been added to uh, the Four Horsemen after they had reunited or reformed. Yeah, I mean, it was a really good match. You know, two good performers. Kensuke Sasaki had, had just won the title not too long ago prior to this event from Sting. Um, so he goes in there defending it. You know, Sonny Ono is kind of the manager of the the Oriental wrestlers, basically, as he managed Bull Nakano and Akira Hokuto as the heels, and he also kind of managed uh, Kensuke Sasuke, Sasuke, excuse me. But um, and it was just uh, a lot of fun, hard hitting. Sasuke, you know, Sasuke um, ends up winning with the. Uh, Northern Lights Bomb, yep. which his wife actually innovated. So it's I like it because it's one of the rare times where a man steals a a move from his wife to get over versus so many times we've seen the other, where the where the the woman or girlfriend has to take moves from the guy to help get over. So I like it for that reason, but it's also just a devastating move, and uh, basically Redacted gets dropped on his head, and for the you know. And uh, takes the pinfall. Yeah, maybe that's why he married her to take her moves. Maybe, maybe that's how that works, right? Um, it was a good match. I definitely enjoyed it. It was definitely a match that you would expect from uh, Redacted. Um, yeah, it's it's a shame that we can't really look back on his stuff with fondness anymore because my God, he was one of the best ones to ever step foot in that ring. But a uh, piece of shit human being. So yeah, yeah, he definitely literally killed it in every way. Oh come on now, or. Um. So let's see here. Uh, next up, uh, Lex Luger versus Randy Savage in a grudge match. Of course, uh, uh, since Luger's arrival, 
uh, earlier that year uh, on the premiere episode of Monday Nitro, live from uh, um, you know Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, you know, they, he, him and Savage have been at odds. You know, already said, I cannot trust him. No, uh, but. You know, they, they, they just did not like each other. And, you know, they, you know, he, he just come in to this match and then he just, and he, I think he kept going from what I remember. Uh, with uh, Sting, uh, you know, playing moderator. Uh, the, the, these two were literally, not to try to get political, but they were as, as much a mess as, as uh, the press and the vice and vice president Biden were uh, in their first. Uh, uh, first debate that I heard was a hot mess. Um, I only watched like 30 seconds before I turned it off. Uh, it was fun though, uh, from what I hear. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, but you know, I really enjoyed it. Uh, to me, the match was fun. The grudge was there. It was very short. Um, an odd note, uh, when Luger was run, doing his pre-match promo, I have no clue if he was looking at a camera down Below, or he was reading his script because he did not look. It looked like he was reading off a script because he was looking like either or that, or he was looking at the wrong camera. Um, But it looked like he was looking off the script when he was reading until he got to the very end, and then he he looked up at the camera up post. Um, Yeah, that that was just the oddest thing. Like, wait, I don't remember this in 1995. But yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Interesting, but yeah, but fun match, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, we get uh, Lex Luger, uh, the torture, torture wrecking uh, Randy Savage until Sting had to come out and uh, pull, you know, pull him off. Tell him to stop. Yeah. He was just like, stop. You can't do that anymore. And he was like, okay. Not a, not I was a, not a, really uh, into this match. I like mm-hmm. the first three matches of the show, the first four matches of the show. This match kind of started to lose me a little bit. I was just not really that into it. It's Lex Luger. It's a hurt Randy Savage, so Randy's fighting from underneath. Yeah, I just didn't like it as much. Yeah, I'm not a Lex Luger fan at all. Like, uh, he has never, um, you know, interested me in any way. Like, his... His in-ring is not great. His promos aren't great. I just don't really like him. Um, so, yeah, the fact that this match was short kind of was fantastic because the less I have to see of Lex Luger, the happier I am. All right. Next up, your semi-main your, your semi event, co-main event, whatever you like to call it. Uh, Sting defeated Ric Flair. My submission in less than 15 minutes. Of course, uh, Ric Flair in the summer, fall of, of 1995 was all by himself. He had no friends. Of course, Vader had left. Um, you know, he had come out of, come back from uh, retirement uh, that summer. Uh, but here we are. Uh, and, and now he is feuding with uh, his former bestie, Arn Anderson, and his Anderson's people, uh, Brian, Brian Pillman, and you know, Rick just needed some help. You know, he needed some help, and 
Sting, well, he's always there. You know, he's the good guy. Sting, you know, good old pal, friend, be there for you till the end. Uh, uh, Sting has uh, never let, learned his lesson. Um, uh, of course, it would be at Halloween Havoc uh, that Sting tr trusts Ric Flair enough that they team up against Arn and Brian. Uh, and, of course, the hot tag, everybody's waiting. Nature Boy comes in ready to uh, style and profile, and what we get is totally the opposite. He attacks Sting. The four horsemen are reformed, and uh, here we are. Sting wants nothing to do, nothing but get his hands on Ric Flair uh, for some uh, retribution. Huh. So that's what retribution means. Okay. Uh, so here we are, man. Uh, it was Sting versus Ric Flair for the 1,000th time. But alas, here we, we, we got Sting versus Ric Flair. Final time we'd ever see this match. Last time ever. We'd never, ever see it again. It would never, ever happen ever ever again. In life. Final in a lifetime. Um, I mean, it's it's a Sting Ric Flair match. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about it. Like, it was it was a pretty good match. Um, yeah, everybody. So the one thing that I will say that gets me that has nothing to do with this match really, but you you touched on it. Um, everybody always turned their back on Sting, and. In 96, he finally had enough of it and said, fuck WCW. And then everybody was so shocked. Like, why would you be shocked? <laughs> why would you be shocked that this man finally is tired of everybody turning his back on him? Like, he finally had enough and said, screw it. Like, every time that Sting tried to be nice to somebody, they ended up beating the shit out of him. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Eventually, you get tired of being good and getting it like getting it shoved back in your face, and then we get Crow Sting, and and everybody was so like, oh, I can't believe Sting did that. Like Shivani and Heenan are just like, oh, Sting, I can't believe Sting, Sting, oh gosh, like how do you not? He's tired of everybody turning his back on him. That's my rant. You're welcome. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. It makes sense when the good guy finally decides he's had enough and he needs to change something to get his his life on track, you know? Exactly. Like, he was just he, over and done with it. I don't blame him. Yeah, no, nobody can really. I mean, but, hey, you know, he, he would hear those – I, I, less than a year later, he'll hear the words, I don't believe you sting. You know? From his own bestie. And, yeah. Shame. But, hey, we, we, we only got, like, one of the most exciting matches ever in that there was a bigger legend eventually, even in that so But, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so, we come out to the main event. This was the, I mean, somebody came and told these guys, look, the entrance is going to be almost as long as the match. 
and we're gonna yeah. do this quickly. I mean, they had you're just walking, you're just marching through, and I'm saying your name. You're marching through yeah. and saying your they name. They had three commentary teams. They had Tony Schiavone and Bobby Heenan on uh, Ring One, uh, Eric Bischoff and Dusty Rhodes in uh, Ring Two. Uh, and I couldn't make out who they had with Larry Zbysko. Was that, a, was that Chris was, Cruz? It was Zbysko and Chris Cruz, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, they spoke so quickly every time. Like, All right, here we go. With ring, with you know, ring two, and then I mean, the way they were commentating, I mean, commentating, commentating, it was just like. I felt like, hey, wait, am I fast forwarding? Do I have to say like, going at, at one point one and a half speeds? Because they were speaking fast. Um, they they try. I mean, they they okay. Big ups to production. They were able to get all this done in less than thirty minutes. You know, because Lord knows, yeah. you know, they really can't get one done in less than an hour, and it's only thirty men. Yeah, well, that's that's true too. A couple of things uh, here that um, I'm not sure if you guys know who the super assassins were, uh, but uh, they were the uh, artists formerly known as the Powers of Pain, uh, the Barbarian and uh, the Warlord uh, were the uh, super assassins. Um, Okay. And one thing funny I thought about uh, Ricky Santana. Uh, his full re- his real name is Ricardo Santana Ortiz. Okay, so it's Santana and Ortiz from um, Proud and Powerful. I- I'm just saying, why Proud and Powerful? You know, they're like, hey, we look up to this guy. We're taking his name. You know, maybe so. Now, now, so. now, we may not know. I mean, he was, uh, he he worked in, uh, you know, he definitely jobbed in WCWWF, but of course, he was a staple for the World Wrestling Council in uh, in Puerto Rico, and he was in CMLL, all Japan, all those other places. So, uh, definitely one that got around. Um, but yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, another name that was there that you know some wrestlers remember, some wrestlers don't, but Kurosawa. Oh, Kurosawa, of course, Kurosawa. everybody remembers. I mean, at least the fans remember Kurosawa was the guy who broke uh, Hawk's arm, but Kurosawa, for many people who know who he is, he is the now retired Manabu Nakanishi. Uh, yeah, I had to look that up myself. I was like, who the heck is Kurosawa? He looks familiar, and I had to look it up while watching this event. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As Manabu Nakanishi, who just recently retired within the you know this earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, he had a brief run in WCW in 95. Uh, I guess that was kind of his excursion mm-hmm. as a young lion coming to WCW for a couple of years. You know? Yeah. Uh, went on to uh, win the... the uh, IWGP champion, the, the, climax, yeah. the IWGP champion, and a three-time yeah. tag team yeah. champion. But yeah, uh, here we are. He was in WCW, the very first ever World War Three match. Uh, of course, yeah, Chris Canyon. I didn't realize Chris Canyon was 
had started jobbing for them in 95. I thought he started in 96. I guess he was part of the power plant at this time. And so they just like threw him in there because they need an extra body in the, uh, yeah. In the match, you know, but I didn't expect him to be in the match either. Of course, it was a surprise to uh, me. Cobra. I was like, Chris Canyon, holy crap! Yeah. Cobra, who? But the real question is, who better, is better than Canyon? Nobody. That's, mm. that's 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 well, the answer. That's the answer to that question. That brings us to uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Legend Cobra, who was later to be known as the NWO Sting. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, part of NWO and then becoming part of uh, NWO Japan. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because yes, a legend, a legend indeed. Yeah, definitely, and, and then everybody else on the roster. Uh, so yeah, they literally got everybody. Okay, so- including like the trainers, the sergeants, and those guys are like the trainers at the power yeah. plant. Uh, so. Excuse me. Uh, to begin the match, and this is like the funniest thing ever. The Yetai, uh, who of course uh, we ended up knowing as uh, Reese, uh, as part of uh, Raven's flock, uh, was you know he was such a big part of Halloween Havoc. You know when they when, mm-hmm. when him and the Giant had a Hulk Hogan sandwich. Uh, yeah. He was the very first they one. Hugged who- the crap out. Of- they hugged the crap out of that boy. He was a very He came out in a different gear too. Yeah, he he, he was wasn't like wrapped up like a mummy. For, he was like in a Japanese kind of gear. He yeah, was like Scorpion for Mortal Kombat. And then he was like the very first or second guy thrown he out. He was yeah. the very first and thrown. That was the funniest thing ever. Uh, the match was wild as you would expect. Yeah. It was hard to keep up with. They had the, the commentary screens. was like that was funny. Yeah. I assumed that the different commentary teams would be tied to the different rings, but they weren't. So, like, I assumed when you cut over to commentary team two, they would only be talking about what was happening in ring two, but they weren't. They were, like, watching whatever the heck was in front of them, trying to comment, trying to call the action on that. But they were all sitting ringside, which is very dangerous in a battle royal. Um, but, I, yeah, I expected them to be like, okay, cut over to team three. Who's talking about what's going on in ring three? And they're talking about what's going on in ring one. You know, talking about the giant throwing this guy out or whatever. I'm like, well, what's the point of having three teams if they're just going to all talk about the same thing? Yeah. That, then, like, out of, like, it never made any sense to me because, you know, like, why would you, why would you have three different commentary teams if you're only going to talk about, like, ring three? Like you said, like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, it 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 was the thing. It was the first one. It was chaotic. It was uh, just about everything you would expect, I guess. Uh, but it was the first. And of course, controversy at the ending. Yeah, of course, controversy at the end. That that was the biggest thing, well, right? WCW. After Hulk Wild man, Macho Man Randy Savage is eliminating the One Man Gang. Uh, Hulk Hogan eliminated the Giant. Luger and Sting, and then uh, the giant pool uh, pool Hogan from underneath, and they were fighting. So, yeah, the referee looked and he goes, "Hey, Randy, I guess you won. Congratulations, it's a boy." 
and then Hogan, a couple of moments later, realized uh, that he had just lost, and yeah, he's not happy. He's not happy that, but of course, you know, Hogan's like, oh, no, the match was like, no, brother, I won, no, it's my title now. But Hogan's like, but let me tell you something, brother. and then they're playing to the crowd, and then the, you know, uh, Randy Anderson's like, I have no clue what you guys are talking about. Blah 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 blah. Um, Who are you people? Yeah, it's like no match is over. It's there's a thirty minute time limit. Remember, production set. Um, it's time to go home. Yeah, you you ain't gotta you 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 don't you know you don't have to go home. You just gotta get out of here. Yeah, we gotta go. You can't stay here. Yep, yeah. you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Uh, and indeed, that's what happened. Uh, Randy Savage becoming the uh, the the world champion. Um, crazy, 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 crazy stuff here. The weird way that they wanted, of course. I, I mean, sure, fine. It works out. Controversy, your first one. Uh, give the belt. Find a way to give the belt to somebody, not Hulk Hogan. Um, yeah. Freak out! Freak out! The first ever World War Three Battle Royal, guys. What'd you guys think? It was fun in the fact that it was so unusual and so chaotic. But, like, as an enjoyable match, it was kind of hard to watch and keep up with all the action because you were sitting there looking at the the three-split screen and trying to figure out who was still in and who wasn't. It was a little was a little complex until it got towards the end. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just – it was a lot to keep up with. But at the same time, like, I really enjoy the the World War Three concept. Uh, I don't – I still don't think that they ever nailed it um, down by the end of it, but – I, I enjoyed it. I, I always enjoy World War Three. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to give this show a B plus. They definitely tried. I like that. You know, uh, their matches all follow storylines. It all makes sense. Everything was fun. Nothing. I didn't hate anything. Uh, you know, the, the one match that should have been short it was definitely short. Uh, yeah. Um, it was. Quick to watch, and I did not get tired of the World War Three match, the Battle Royal, because I mean, thirty minutes. I mean, gosh, it, it wasn't. I felt like the introduction was, you know, almost ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that was that was, yeah. and they tried to do it as quick as they could Be- too. between the sixty guys coming in and then Michael Buffer doing yeah. the the uh, main the introduction yeah. for the about the yeah. Um, I would give the show a B because I really enjoyed the first four matches, but match five and six, I just really couldn't get into. And the World War Three match kind of kicked it back up, and I enjoyed that. Um, and was kind of interested in that, but because those couple matches that were supposed to be bigger storyline matches, I just wasn't invo- invested in. Um, I'm gonna only give it a B. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much right there with you, a B. Um. It had its moments, and then it had some not moments. So, I mean, like I said, I'm always down for World War Three, but 
keep Luger away from my screen, and I'll be a happier camper. Mm-hmm. Well, next it's WCW, you can't yeah. keep Luger away. Well, next week, unfortunately, next week we'll be covering um, sixty men, three rings, one battle royal, total destruction. Because uh, I think that the tagline for this one was just uh, one battle royal. So, uh, second one is total destruction. As we get the second uh, World War Three event from 1996, uh, that one, uh, yep, yeah, another another show with a total of eight matches that we'll be covering. Um, uh, so yeah, World War Three is not over yet, folks. Uh, but you know what it is, this show. So thank you all for listening. I, you know, this show will be up. Uh, in the next couple of days, uh, on demand for anyone that missed it. But uh, you know, as always, make sure you subscribe. Check out the uh, the Podbean app. Everything uh, for all the past uh, the backlog on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, um, Amazon, and I. I said iTunes, Google, and uh, check us out on the Twitter machine at uh, FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F and Danger. Mika's on Twitter at Mika Villas. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.